Welcome to Fire and Soul. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, former TV retail host turned digital CEO of a seven-figure coaching and training business. Fire and Soul is a weekly dose of personal and professional principles to help you take inspired action from an awakened soul for epically aligned results. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered and transformational podcast. I believe the universe rewards the brave and that I'm here to awaken you to your infinite potential with less hustle, grit and grind, more ease, grace, and flow. You ready? Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to Fire and Soul. I'm so happy that you are here. It's always an honor to get your time, our most precious commodity, and and Lord, lately, your reviews. I don't know what's been going on over there, over at the Apple uh, podcast platform, but we've received so many new five-star reviews with beautiful declarations and statements um, and testimonials about the value that you get here. And, and honestly, it's the only reason I do it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting me know what this show means to you. And you must be sharing it with friends because the downloads are also on the rise. And I just can't thank you enough. So if you haven't yet shared a particular episode or my podcast in general, please do. You might have noticed that we've had a little bit of a of a makeover. I redid the cover art to include a mandala symbol. It's almost sacred geometry around the O of soul. It just feels like everything is just like epically aligned. I also rewrote the description. This show is really geared towards speaking to those of you who are already making an online impact as a spiritual entrepreneur, um, a coach, a trainer, a conscious coach, a thought leader, or someone who's, a, who's aspiring, right? Who's emerging, who's just beginning to realize, wow, could I really take my passion or what I have been asked to give advice on for so many years and turn that into an impact that could help to change lives and cultivate community and be fulfilling, right? And actually, I'll monetize because that's a big thing for me. It's like, I don't want any rogue entrepreneurs out there. It's like, let's all make some money, right? The income is equivalent to the impact. So we're going to get into some of that today. This is one of my favorite conversations I've had in a very long time. I'm just excited. Like, I feel like I have a girl crush. You know what I mean? Like, I, I fell in love with Dr. Erin immediately. Not only is she stunning physically, but she is stunning on the inside. And she is on a mission. She is unapologetic. The woman walks her talk and her energy is so infectious you're going to love this conversation. And I do believe that it can help open you up for more clarity and alignment into birthing your purpose. Even if we don't want to call it purpose, but we want to call it like soul's alignment or soul's mission, right? So that's going to happen in this conversation. I'm calling it forward now. But also before we get there, I want to let you know about something really special that I've got coming up in the next couple of weeks. And it's a free masterclass called the five keys to grow your online biz and make bank with live video sales. And you know, at the heart of everything I teach is all transformational work. It's all spiritual development and conscious development. So this will be an incredible opportunity for you to learn a lot and to get those keys that you can immediately apply to uh, anything that you're out there right um, wanting to offer or that you want to transform your thoughts around sales and that you allow yourself to be in service to the people 
who you know you want to help get more committed to their dream through your program, your offer, your coaching, your training, your whatever it might be on your heart. So that is a masterclass that's coming up that's going to be very powerful. And you can sign up at michelle-sorrow.com slash masterclass. Or you can uh, click the link in the show notes, but it's really, really easy. It takes two seconds. Just sign up, find a date that works for you. It's all free. It's going to be about an hour long and it's going to be really cool. Again, michelle-sorrow.com slash masterclass. All right, my friends. So without further ado, you're going to get a second intro right now as we bring on my beloved guest and gorgeous soul, Dr. Aaron Haskell. So please, without further ado, Enjoy. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Fire and Soul. I am so excited for this conversation. I mean, transforming trauma to birth your purpose. This is what we are made for, my friends. And my guest today is someone that um, I am just honored to bring to you, Dr. Erin Haskell. She's a doctor of divinity, founder of New Thought Global and Society. We're going to talk about that. It's my new favorite account to follow on hashtag and the entire movement. Uh, TV host of Good Morning La La Land, a 2020 Walden Wisdom Award next to Oprah Winfrey recipient. What? I happen to know there were only 11 She's an international best-selling author, top-rated podcast, which I do binge every day, and a very proud mother. She's the creator of the E4 Trauma Method, and she develops spiritual entrepreneurs, spiritual coaches, spiritual practitioners, and get this, doctors of divinity. Oh my gosh, Dr. Aaron, welcome to the show. (laughs) Mic drop. Everybody loves that. They're like, what is a doctor of divinity? Sign me up, sister, right? Well, I'm just going to tell my listeners right now, when I saw that on your website, as I was prepping you in this conversation, I was like, I sent out a little inquiry for discovery call. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I need to be a doctor of divinity. I'm sure it's already who I am, but let's make it official. It's already who your true identity is, but it is funny. I declared it a little while back. I said, I'm going to be the person that develops the most doctors of divinity on this planet. Oh, I was like, ooh, that's feeling really good. That's oh, I got the really chill. Good. That's so going to happen. So I done. love that. Okay, so I just gave your fancy bullet-pointed brief bio, but also let's give it like, what What else? You're in LA, single, uh-huh. a, a little bit. What? What's lighting you up the most right now about your personal life? And then we'll dive into transforming trauma. I have to say that... It's my yummy, yummy girlfriends, my girlfriends that are like my badass, entrepreneurial, conscious, like want to be deep. They're not into, we call it spiritual gossip, where when when we're behind your back, we talk great things about you instead of the old school gossip. So we call it spiritual gossip, where we tell all the fabulous things about our girlfriends behind their backs. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have a very um, strong sort of, I wouldn't say rule because I don't believe in the rules, but a guideline, like an ethics code here on the podcast. We talk about all the time, like faux friendship is gossiping about others. And by the way, the gossip extends to politics and entertainment. And it's like anytime we are, you know, diluting the magnificence of our spirit and oneness with all, then it impacts us directly. And so if someone's talking about someone else behind their back with me, I already know that is not safe. It's not a real friend and it's not real connection. I love spiritual gossip. What's good about that? 
So good, right? I mean, and our and our friends, all of our friends, our circle is so good. Where I feel like it's even people just don't energize. What's wrong with the world? You might talk about it for a moment, like, "Whoa, this is intense." Going, but then it's like, now what do we want to create out of it? And like, what are you up to? And what are you committed to? Because if we're not, you know, going into politics or we're not going into something actually doing, what's the point of sitting around talking about it? it? Doesn't really do any good. Totally. Couldn't agree more. And what I love is that it's a wonderful sorting mechanism, right? For the, for, I know so many females, especially past 40, who are like, who's my real tribe? What's my real community? I know you are a big community builder, right? Of like a spiritual conscious community. And this is a great way to sort. It's like anytime someone starts to talk about someone else, might be a new opening in your friendship tribe. Yeah, totally. And so that's what I'm most excited about. I think that everyone, especially through the lockdown and pandemic that we, I don't know about you, but I feel like not that much shifted, but a lot shifted. Like everything, my truth just got magnified because I like was so isolated a lot of time, even though I have huge tribe online, I was, I was, I'm a single person and I'm alone a lot. And I went back into the world and it was like a hell yes or a hell no. It was kind of like very clear of where I am supposed to be with whom I'm supposed to be around and everything else. And why do you think that happened? That distinct clarity, which is so empowering. So how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? I believe it was All of time, there's no such thing as time, right? From a spiritual perspective, it's the measurement of consciousness. And the measurement of consciousness is we evolve in consciousness. Hence, we have this thing called the World Wide Web. And I truly believe we're going to a time where we're going past our direct lineage into our like-minded lineage, meaning that we're now connecting with our like-minded people across the globe. And so I believe that COVID is working for us and not against us in that it is birthing pains to help us understand uh, the law of cause and effect and how we are all connected and we can't do harm to anybody or anything or else we have the effect of it as well. And so I believe that right now community is what's being born out of all this new community and like-minded community. Yeah, totally get that too. And I saw that happening for myself. The distinction that you made, which is why I asked about the rabbit hole that we went down is it's either a hell yes or it's just a no, right? It's either full trust or it's no trust. Yeah. And and when you get those boundaries for yourself and those new standards that you set that hopefully you raised over this past year and some months, and then you actually honor them, everything in your life, it becomes an upward spiral. Mm-hmm. So good, right? Life yeah. just gets magnificent when you're around extraordinary people. Yes. Which by the way, that's how I met you. So I want to just give Marla Mattinson a a nod here because she is a dear mutual friend of ours. She's been on my podcast twice. She is a favorite here known also as the intimacy experts. And she's really stepping into some new areas in her creativity. And so we got to go to Montecito and celebrate her birthday. And that's where I met you, Dr. Aaron and eight other incredible women that it was, it was like a true love at first Mm -hmm. energy moment Mm -hmm. for me. Felt really good and aligned. I think that we all felt like we were kind of pinching each other because ourselves rather, I'm sorry, each other. Um, (laughs) Just because for me, it was kind of one of those moments like, is the imposter syndrome going to come in? Like, do I not belong here? Like, oh no, I freaking belong at this table with amazing women up to amazing things because that's who I am, right? It's like, and it is that kind of like we, I remember having, I don't even think I even had that dream. Honestly, I just was thinking about that. I had a lot of dreams about a lot of things in my life. But the girlfriends were like a 
a side effect that I didn't even think realize was going to happen. It was like, oh, and you get to have amazing friends. I didn't even think about that, you know? Spiritual gossip at the core of our connection. I just love it so much. And as you know, I I do binge your podcast. And so I listened to an episode last night and I did hear you talk about, hey, it's the day after being in Montecito for Marla's birthday. And I'm not going to lie and I'm paraphrasing a bit, but you know, when I sat down at the table and I looked around, it was like, you know, the imposter syndrome tried to come in, but then I had to, you know, which is what you just shared here. And I was like, she felt that, you know what I mean? It's such an interesting thing that we don't talk about enough. Right. And it doesn't matter what level you are, seven figure, eight figure earner, multiple eight figure earner. And that was all around the table. It's like, it can come up at any time because we're all human and we've suffered through faux friendships in the past, faux connection. Yes. You know, there's, and don't you feel it now? Like when I'm not in a completely authentic friendship, Mm. even just inauthentic in that it's not even able to fully connect. It's not able to fully dive in and drop in. My soul is kind of kicking and screaming like, oh no, it doesn't feel right. You know, and I can't deny it. It's like the truth. It's like my path has gotten so narrow now that I know exactly when I'm on track and when I'm not. See, this is a beautiful segue into the topic of the day, because this is why when you said, you know, COVID was happening for us and not to us. Yes, there was a lot of death and a lot of devastation and our hearts go out to anyone and everyone that has suffered through that. But at the same time, there's always the blessings and the gifts and the silver linings and anything that looks so impossibly painful to experience in the moment. With the benefit of hindsight, you're like, oh, this is where I got clear. And so for you to talk about, you know, this narrow path, I think transforming any negative story, any trauma around your experience and identity and narrative around COVID times, right? The lockdown, the mask, to vaccine, vaccinate, to not vaccinate, the civil war now going on in, in mainstream media. I think it's been an efficient sorting mechanism to help us get clarity on like, who am I really? And what do I stand for? And what do I want to help to cultivate in the world? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yes, yes. And I think that there, so there's a distinction here. And the distinction is that we don't want to spiritually bypass or we don't want to just pretend things are positive when they may not be positive. Yes. And so the kind of secret of the secret, I always think is, is going deep into the emotion and transmuting Mm -hmm. out the wisdom. So we say that in trauma work, even trauma minus emotions equals wisdom, or rather trauma with transmuted emotions equals wisdom. And so it's the same with even if you're upset about what's going on out in the world, whether it be with COVID or masks or vaccines or not vaccines or whatever that is in that it's like, let's not pretend like that's not going on, but let's discover What is that emotion in you that's birthing more and more of your truth, birthing more and more of your purpose here on this planet? And is that inspired action that's going to come out of it? So that's really, I think, what we're here to talk about, which is I think that your audience is probably people really on this self-discovery path and tell me more of who they are, because I want to speak directly into them as far as I would imagine they're on the self-development. They may have some type of a purpose or they're still discovering their purpose or they're really trying to figure out how do I really implement and be able to live and embody my purpose. Absolutely. And let's face it, make a little money, right? If I could do that, if I could, if I could impact lives with the value that I bring that's based on my own unique 
you know, passion and specialty and areas of, of expertise, then that would be pretty damn amazing. So we have many that are already there and on that path, but more so aspiring to get there. And I think that's why this conversation is going to be so powerful because I am going to declare it right here and right now, y'all, that by the end of this conversation, which is about 30 more minutes max, you can transform any old story, any old trauma as easily as you choose to be willing to be in this conversation and present to it so that you can get out of your way and on with the purpose that's on your heart and has guided you here to begin with. And so it freaking is. And so it freaking is. Yes. By the way, I love how you say, and so it fucking is. (laughs) So So, yeah, so let's just, you know, I don't know where you want to guide us in, but I know that this is an area that you love talking about. Mm -hmm. We even brought it up at the lunch table at Marla's birthday in Montecito we were talking about how do we get people to move forward and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, we've got to transform that trauma. Yes, yes, yes. Let's say, first of all, I say, hell yes to some cash. Okay. Hell yes to money. Yes. Hell yes. You living your best life, purpose-driven, impacting lives and having a fabulous life with girlfriends with lots of money. Okay. Let's just get yes. that straight. Yes. And after working with thousands of women, Everything from top CEOs, top celebrities, to women that have a lot of trauma, to have no money whatsoever, a full spectrum. Mm -hmm. I have found that it comes down to one thing and one thing only to birth purpose and to birth that true identity that's able to be unstoppable, that true essence that is totally powerful. And it is, if there's a secret behind the secret, because we all watched The Secret years ago, and the secret of the secret is trauma work. And the reason why is this is because as we know, it comes down to the limited beliefs in the soul, which we now know through epigenetics is the tagging from the trauma that actually strangles our DNA and makes us very unable. And as we do our trauma, we are literally more able. We're able to have greater perspective. We're able to innovate. We're able to handle things without getting upset, triggered, overwhelmed, all those things. Okay. So before we get into what the trauma is, we want to take a look at it like the analogy or the metaphor of a computer or or technology. Okay. So if you're looking at your computer or phone right now, you can touch your computer. It's called the hardware. Okay. When you touch your body, you know, tap your shoulders or whatever, this is called the hardware of your body. Okay. And then within your computer, there's what's called the software. You get it from, you know, whatever software is in there. We have software. Our software comes in our DNA. It comes in the beliefs that we, you know, learn through our parents, our culture, the movies we see, everything. Okay. Now, next, there's memory. You can have a computer has great memory or not so great memory. Ours has memory as well. It's called epigenetics. It's on our entirety. All memory lives in us. So now you can have the greatest computer. You can have great software. You can have great hardware. It won't do anything without the operator. Okay. Same with you. You're not your body. You're not your beliefs. You're not your programming. You're not your memory. You are a spiritual divine being. Mm -hmm. And we forget it. Like, it's like, we have a car and we get in our car. You're not your car. You're not your body. You're going to get to get out of the body one day. Right. Okay. So why trauma? Just like a computer. What happens with a computer? You get the spinning ball, right? Yeah. Or there's poor internet. Yeah. Or there's too many tabs open or the cache is too full or there's viruses. Same thing happens with us. One, we may not have great source. We're not connected great to our higher self, right? 
get a little confused. We have too many tabs open. That's called trauma. Too many things still going on at the subconscious level. Everything's playing out still, right? We have too many glitches in our system. We have bad belief systems that we've been programmed through our DNA, through everything, right? Okay. So trauma, we're going to reboot your entire computer system so that when you actually want to manifest, you're not manifesting out of what the culture has told you or what you think is going to make you feel adequate. We're going to birth your truth and have you have the most powerful computer you can have so that you can manifest, demonstrate, and create the greatest product to produce, which is you, which Mm. is the highest version of you, okay? And that side effects are lots of money, lots of fabulous friends, feeling good, looking good, and being very clear AF, okay? So that is why we do trauma work. I love it. Okay, a couple questions. What would you define as a trauma, right? Great question. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. What is trauma? Some people think it's just when you're in a war zone or a major car accident. From a spiritual perspective, a trauma is frequency and vibration, right? Our entire subconscious mind is programmed through frequency and vibration. So a trauma is a high state of a negative state, right? You have a negative state, it's called a trauma. You have a positive state, it's called, you know, a prayer, right? Or whatever you want to call it, right? It's a negative state backed by a lie, backed by a limited identity, okay? So for example, when I was a little girl, my parents were getting divorced and my dad came back to visit and he was leaving and I was literally hysterical. I was so upset he was leaving. And I remember he was driving away. I was like hyperventilating. I was so upset. And I said within myself, something's wrong with me. I'm not enough and I'm not lovable. And therefore love leaves. And this command, these commands played out for years and years and years. I'm not lovable. I'm not enough. And something's wrong with me. And it was puppet strings that played in my life forever, right? So a trauma does not have to be a huge, huge thing. It can be just a huge upset that is, you know, backed by a lie. And is it fair to say, thank you for that, that some of these traumas can be unconscious or seemingly benign? Like as an example, a new parent sleep trains their child, the child's screaming and crying throughout the night just to get the, you know, please come take care of me, come hold me, whatever. But the parent is in the other room and saying, I got to stay strong because I'm sleep training, right? Not saying totally. I would really it. A thousand but, percent. Right? So it's a benign trauma, not intended oh, to be traumatic, no. but yet the child might then run the identity of, I am not lovable. No one cares for me. You bring a great point. We think of trauma as being a victim of something and it is not that. It is actually the moment you're such a powerful spiritual being that the moment you assign something and not a negative or positive meaning, you instantaneously have a negative or positive emotion. Yeah. So yes, just like say your parent is just trying to do good. They just think you should sleep through the night and you're a little baby and you are crying, crying, crying. And at a subconscious level, you're like, I'm alone. That's your new identity is no one's there for me, right? Obviously, there's not language around it as a little baby, but it still becomes an identity. And so, yes, traumas are everyone. If you're a human being, you have emotional traumas. Let's just put it that way. Don't you love it though when you come across some people and it doesn't happen every day in my in my reality now, but there are some people that will say, I don't really have any trauma. My childhood was amazing. Like I'm trauma-free. And it's like, 
this is where you're like, I don't need to like open up your wounds and, you know, just to prove myself right. But what I do know is that these are unconscious things that have happened to us that we may not even remember or that we may be carrying ancestrally, right? And that was a big thing that I learned is the body dysmorphia in my family's history with the women. And it was, it was generations old. No woman showed any skin or any part of her body. And for all kinds of reasons that could be valid or what, but it had nothing to do with me, but yet it then became an informed identity until I was yes. able to transform it. And we just did past life regressions today in our, mm. one of our sessions. And you don't even need to believe in past lives because it doesn't matter. The, the reality is all the memories in your DNA. And so we go in through almost like an imagination. Einstein said the greatest faculty we have is imagination. And what you're looking for, whether it be dream work or whether it be past life regression, is you're looking for the emotion attached to the fantasy or the mental pictures. And then you're doing the exact same work that you'd be doing that we do in each for trauma method. It'd be the exact same work that you'd be doing on that imagination of a past life because it's really getting the wisdom out of that and transmuting all of it because the truth is we're all past lives yes okay so let's say we know what a trauma is what's the beginning process of transmission Okay, great. So, and someone might be like, I'm, why do your trauma? One is because one, you're either not able to have success because you have a limited identity that's going to sabotage you all the way along, or you may have great success, quote, quote, of what the culture has told you. You're making that whatever six, seven figures and everything's going well, but you're still not fulfilled because it's not authentic because you haven't birthed your true soul's calling. So for me, doing your trauma work is the most important work to have a powerful life. Okay. So the first step is, first of all, deciding, committing to do your inner work. Obviously, we can't do anything if someone doesn't get committed to it. Okay. But so the four steps, and I'll go through them real quick with the four E's, but one, I just want to say, you probably shouldn't try this at home by yourself because it's trauma work and you want to be with somebody that can hold and have a sacred space. And you don't want to stop halfway through it because then you're going to be in the middle of your trauma without having it complete. Okay. But the four traumas are four E's. The first E is experience. We want to re-experience it as if it's happening right now, because from a spiritual perspective, there's no such thing as the past, okay? Yeah. Second E is what we call evaluation, which means no evaluation, no backstory, and no meaning, because the meaning is actually what re it keeps the, the trauma on your track. You may have been raped when you were 16, but what keeps you getting raped and the trauma? Your meaning and everything around it, okay? The third step is emotion. We want to fully feel and express the emotion without resistance, okay? Because that's where the magic happens. When you can fully feel an emotion without putting meaning around it, without resisting it, that's when the wisdom is going to be born. That's when it transmutes. That's the guru. That's going from the dark to light. And the fourth E is enlightenment. We're going to take a look at what did you decide? What limited beliefs did you create about yourself? What limited beliefs did you create about life and about other people? And so we look at all those and we take a look at where that command. So say the command is, um, we just did one on a gentleman and his command was, what was it? I'm not worthy. And mm -hmm. so it was playing out in all like a puppet string in every relationship he ever had. Right. And so then we transmute that into what's the new declaration. So what's the new declaration? And you can make a new declaration, but without fully transmuting the actual emotion, 
you're not going to believe the new declaration. So the trick is to keep doing these four things over and over again, re-experiencing it without evaluation and fully feeling the emotion and taking a look at what you decided. And in that, fully being with it. So for example, when I first did the first time I ever started doing trauma work, it was around my stillborn. I had a full-term stillborn when I was 22 years old. When I first went in to start doing trauma work, I was going through it and I was bawling, right? The whole first time I was bawling, bawling, bawling. And then you begin to be able to speak about it. Oh, you know, there I was in the mortician's house. There I was down looking at my baby's body. He was gone, but his body was here. And I began to be able to just as is it without all the emotions coming through. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was I realized that something was born out of that trauma session because some trauma work will have you neutralize the trauma. But what the E4 trauma method does is it transcends it into the purpose and it transcends it into the legacy and what you're really here to do to complete your DNA cycle versus just not being reactive or upset, which is beautiful. There's some amazing trauma work. But for me at that day in trauma work, I realized there was something missing in the trauma work. And it was another couple steps, which was birthing the wisdom. I chose at a cellular level, a soul level to have that stillborn at some level to be able to be the transmutation of the dark to the light, to know that no one can ever die. You are an immortal spiritual being Mm -hmm. and you are, and I'm here to help other people know that truth and awaken to the truth of who they are. And so I'm so grateful for that trauma because that is what gave me my life. That's so beautiful. Aaron, trauma without the transmuted emotion equals the wisdom and that then you're right. If we are willing to listen and to be with that and to fully process wholeheartedly and authentically, I can see now how that becomes the gateway to this infinite possible reality that we can choose to create. Yes. Which brings me to then the next question. So, I mean, by the way, and this is just so beautiful. If you guys want to get out of any victim mentality, please drop the story that anything ever happened to you and that it's always happening for you. I'll give an example of that right now. My ads account. I'm growing my business. I need new lead gen. I built my business to almost seven figures organically. No ads, no email list. Finally branched out and started to reach new leads, cold leads. It was working highly effectively with new ad campaigns the first uh, half of this year. My ads account was completely and permanently deactivated last week. And for reasons that after multiple reviews and assessments and appeals, we were told for internal purposes, comma, we cannot disclose why you are permanently deactivated, case closed. So I had to be left with, can I walk my talk in this moment? You know, if I truly believe that life is happening for me and not to me, despite the fact that I took that issue to my mastermind and I said, Hey, how are you guys building your businesses? You know, cause we're all spiritual entrepreneurs and conscious coaches, et cetera, outside of Facebook and Instagram ads. And they were like, mm-hmm, crickets. And I was like, see, this maybe is what I'm supposed to be teaching. I don't know, because I know that if we're just dependent on one platform that could go away tomorrow, or we could get booted off of or shut down on, you don't have a business model that's healthy and scalable, right? So I was like, oh my gosh, how can I own that feeling of, I feel so expansive, so aligned, so on the right path that I felt before the ads account was shut down because we were on track. It's going to be my best year for net personal net profit. And I was just like, I stay there here. And I get resourceful and I figure it out. 
because I will. And I'm working with God on this. Right. But like, that's just an example that came in the past couple of days that you're like, my livelihood is impacted. This is the end of my mission. I'm going to have to get, Oh God, a job. Right. It's like, no, you don't. But I'm here to say that you may have not been able to even have that mindset if you hadn't done the deep, deep work to understand that transmutation, understand it's all working for you and understand all that. And now you're somebody after you do the hardest of the hardest thing to look and see how is it that I got raped and that is actually a blessing for me. It's like, whoa. And then, but when you actually transmute that and realize that was one of the greatest blessings of your life. Like that's when getting your ads campaign knocked down on Facebook. It's like, babe, I got this. No problem. I can see how this is working for me without a doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, And it's so interesting because like my team and my marketing and copy team and, and the different people who knew about it or other ads experts, they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. How are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? It wants to come and get me, right? Because the collective consciousness is like, what would you do with that? Like the world is over. And 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 it's just like, I felt it come on so strong and pull me into an old narrative. And I was like, now that is not my story anymore. I read The Big Leap and I did the work in The Big Leap. I know you talked about it on a recent podcast and I'm like, that's my favorite book. And I was like, this is just an upper limit. I thought Facebook was the only place I can grow my business and get new legion. Guess what? That's an upper limit issue. I know how to transform this. I'm getting the chills as I'm speaking about it because I already know I'm here to teach this to my aspiring entrepreneurs going forward. And I didn't know that until this very moment. So thank you for helping me transmute that trauma even more fully. So good, girl. It's so good. good. It's so good. And that's the thing is that, you know, we teach um, the girls in our community how to even self-process, you know, and some of this stuff. And when you start getting these tools, yeah, some of the big traumas you need to get done by, you know, one-on-one with somebody. But then you start learning how to transmute energy and you start being like, oh, there's emotion coming. What what am I to know? And you just like get in there with it and you just get all cuddly with that terrible emotion. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, I'm on fire. Let's go. I got this. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. And thank you for saying that being with it fully, because that's a piece that a lot of people want to bypass, right? Like, nope, I already did that work. I am so evolved. I'm a spiritual, you know, connoisseur. It's like, hold on a second. Every day is new, right? We're fresh to this moment. Let's be humble enough to do the inner development with this piece that's coming up. That, By the way, if we're honest, is a chronic theme, right? We may have gotten quicker at acknowledging it and pivoting, but are we just bypassing? And so this is the thing that I wanted. I'm excited that we're talking about because this is how we start to birth purpose is is don't bypass that because you think you've done all the work, right? You've been to all the seminars and you've gotten the degrees and you built a business. It's like there's still something here for us to lean into to smooth out even more. And it's as simple as when it comes up, do you choose to feed it or not? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, because I could feel the overwhelm of darkness coming in that was very familiar from my past of just suicidal ideation like you know it wasn't there but i knew it was was attached somewhere Mm -hmm. in the back and i was like no that does not serve me at all and it was like okay what do i want what do i desire but then i had to feel it so this is what i wanted to say is like it's like okay so let's just say you get kicked off of facebook and you're done i was like then you will build a business with YouTube and Google ads and affiliates and a kick-ass yeah. podcast. And you're going to keep going, girl. Nothing's stopping you. No. And to feel it fully all the way. Cause I'm like, yeah, if that happens, it's not the end of anything. It's the beginning of everything. Right? And it could be the biggest blessing because yeah, we could all get shut down and taken down social media. We should be having our clients in our community on platforms that, you know, are off of things that 
we don't have control over those things. And so that may be the biggest blessing because maybe that sparks something in you right now that no one else is going to get that, that download from the universe. You know what I mean? So yes, 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 girl, this is it. I mean, this is the work. And that's why I think trauma really is the secret of the secret. Mm-hmm. I really, tr- I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oprah's now, she just had a little book come out about trauma, right? Guess. I'm like, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a tidal wave. Like if you're not understand that everybody, if there's one wish I had for everybody that they would all do the trauma work. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, see, this is the thing that like, if I were choosing which, you know, new coach or teacher or mentor to guide me on my journey and or the next chapter in my journey, I want to know, are they speaking to the shadow work, the trauma work? Because if they're not, it's not real. It's a house of cards. Right. Mm -hmm. And can they too come out and share vulnerabilities in real time, not stuff from 40 years ago, but like, okay, this just happened yesterday. And this is what I did to work through that and transmute the trauma so that I can have the wisdom of the blessing that it really is. Mm -hmm. And that I think is the secret sauce of so many legit conscious and spiritual entrepreneurs is they're they're unafraid to share in real time the shit they're working out. Like you shared in your podcast, I walked into the room at that lunch and man, I felt that imposter syndrome come in and start to creep in on my, on my spirit. Right. It's like, no. And I was just like, it made me love you, Aaron, like even more so when I was listening to that last night, cause I thought that's real. People want it real. It's so easy to judge someone from a, from a cover. And it's like, hold on. Once we lift the hood and it's so authentic and vulnerable and that's how we connect with one another. But it's also then when we have a commitment to living in the spiritual gossip, okay, let's lift each other back up. Right. Not because we're not willing to stick where it hurts, but because that's just a story and we want to elevate where the truth is. We're always elevating. I don't know if you, but like our business, I think that business development is the most advanced spiritual development. I don't know if it's the most advanced. It probably relationships the most advanced, but it is a beautiful, beautiful spiritual mm-hmm. development to build community, to build team, to build everything. It tests you in ways that you have to live on truth principles. You have to have your mind right. You have to have your intentions right, or else it's going to bite you in the ass so fast. Yeah. What's your final thought on any listener out there who is just like, okay, I've been struggling Mm -hmm. with this whole, what is my gosh dang purpose? And like, heck, now you're going to put soul purpose, which by the way, is there any other definition? But like, what really would be soul aligned for me? What is the next step for them? Once they've like, okay, here's my, my, my trauma. Maybe they worked with someone one-on-one, go through the E4 trauma method through your community or are able to do some of it on their own, depending on what the level of the trauma is, right? Well, you want to do the whole thing. So we have what's called a truth triangle and it's actually like a 12 step kind of 12 week thing. And you want to birth, you want to do your trauma work, but you also want to clear what are your core values and where do you put boundaries on people and how do you deal with everything so that you can birth that life purpose statement so that you can birth who that avatar is. So there's a whole process to it. And I think it is the most honorable work to do because I've worked with people that are making tons of money, but they end up doing this core work. So if you have the luxury of doing this work, be blessed, be blessed to say, I don't know, be blessed to say I'm confused, be blessed to say, because that's actually what's demanding you to have to do the deeper work. Maybe the person that knows right away and they have kind of an idea of their purpose is not necessarily as blessed because it's not demanding them to do their deeper work. So just know that you can give up the how Give up the how, trying to figure out all the things and take the one inspired action. And if you don't know what your purpose is, the one purpose is to discover your purpose. And that the only way to that is really through doing your core trauma work. Yes, I love that. 
I want to share one other story, you guys, because it's been a minute since I shared this on my podcast, but I told Dr. Aaron that there was something that I know to be true. It's not the simple little Facebook ads thing, although that didn't feel simple in the moment (laughs) and it's still ongoing and we're working it out and we will find a way. However, I did plant medicine about a year and a half ago at Rhythmia and I'd never done anything like that. You know, Reverend Michael Beckwith is one of the, you know, I guess co-owners or something down there. And, you know, 18 years I served at Agape and ran multiple ministries and It was just one of the greatest playgrounds ever for my spiritual development. However, I was unaware. This is why I said, can you be unaware of a trauma until something came up for me in the first night of a four night journey? And it was me being born in an incubator or being born with jaundice so badly that I was immediately pulled from my mom. She couldn't hold me. So she, they put me into an incubator with big bright lights for three full days. So the first three days of my life, I was in a plastic tube with people looking in on me terrified. Right. And the mother, my mom's look on her face was just like, I'm a little tiny baby. So afraid for myself desperately need to be held and loved and comforted because I'm in this strange, new, very bright, sterile world. And yet I'm interpreting, I'm making the meaning be from the, the look on my mom's face that I've done something to hurt her. So then I ran a narrative from that moment on that I was unlovable. Ooh. Now the journey showed me that that wasn't true and what a gift it was to be loved so much that all those beautiful souls were there to serve me and to heal me and to bring me to full peaceful recovery. Right. But that narrative ran my life for 40 something years. Now, when I was able to, to get through that and to transmute it and get the wisdom and the gift from that experience of the trauma, that's when I really tapped into my upper limit around money. And I know that you connect monetization and income and financial success to trauma work. So at the very least, I mean, I stepped into my power of like, I no longer had to run a story of, are they, do they really like me? Am I sure they like me? I don't know if they really like me because I was running that story unconsciously. Mm -hmm. So when I stepped into my power that I was fully lovable by the birth of who I am, the soul of who I am, my business doubled last year during a pandemic. There's a direct correlation there. And I was so excited to share that story with you because like, I know this to be true for myself in more ways than one, a recent story from last week and a story from my birth. Mm, So good and Mm. so profound. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. It's all the beliefs. And whether you are taking medicine, whether you go into a dream, whether you go into trauma, it's all a dream. It's all imagination. And it is the emotions and the meaning that we're putting around it. And as soon as we can fully be with that, know the truth, the wisdom is born and, and worthiness comes and money comes and all the above. It's all inside. It's all a mental equivalent. It's all the vibrational match of whatever's happening within. So good, Michelle. You're so amazing. I just love you. Like you're just an amazing woman. You're such a cool woman too. You know, you're like, I just want to hang out this woman. She's like, cool. We're going to, we're going to be hanging out. You live in LA. You're just a couple miles up the street from me. And we're going to have Sloan on the podcast also very soon. So I know the three of us need to get together, but I know I'm excited to meet you and to connect with you, but this is what happens. I believe, and this is what I want to share with my listeners with some closing thoughts. And I have one final question, two final questions for you is that when we get more invested in the truth of ourselves and the stories and the lies, right? And the bullshit, then we open up the pathway to the synchro destiny that's already been imprinted as the vision and legacy that we're here to live. And that is 
now being validated in my life more and more and more by meeting new people like you, by getting my dream clients, attracting my dream clients, right? Like living my dream life. And so there's no mistake in any of this. And that's why I just want everyone to hear how simple it really can be. If you're willing to put down the sword known as the excuses and the trauma and the stories that hold you back from birthing into your soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. And we have to know that not everybody, this is their choice in this lifetime, that it's okay as someone just wants to have a relative experience of being, you know, human and being the effect and being the victim. It's okay. Yeah. And how do we know that they didn't choose that for someone else to learn from? Yeah, totally. I mean, I am, I am all about like not judging anyone's story because I got enough of it in my own family. Right. Like, like how are we related Um, (laughs) extended family, but still, you know, it's very real. Anyway, I just so enjoyed this conversation. Um, How can my listeners get in touch with you? What's next that maybe they can get involved in? Mm -hmm. Well, it just so happens. Um, Actually, no, seriously. I have a five-day challenge that's happening June 21st, which is amazing. It's a five-day challenge to monetize as a spiritual entrepreneur. So what we go through is we go through the distinction day one's all about birthing your mission and message and how to actually do that. Day two is about getting clear of your products and pricing, everything from freebies to low end, medium, high. Day three, we do selling with soul. So how to like transmute instead of like trying to be that creepy person doing sales, but actually how to serve somebody to get them committed to their dreams. Day four, we're going to do social media mastery. Forbes nominated me as the 11th most inspirational female entrepreneurs to watch on Instagram. So I'm going to tell you the 10 things, what you should post on Instagram to have people trust you, like you, and want to do business this with you. And then day five, we're going to go through 10 Xing your soul-based biz because I think like eight out of 10 businesses fail. So how I'm committed to everyone being a top 1% of the industry. I love it. And then for women businesses, because I know we we focus a lot on women, not exclusively, but I think it's like nine out of 10 women, right? It's like it's bananas. Crazy, right? It's yeah. bananas. It's, yeah. I believe we're transforming that right now with the help of people like you and the work that I do and some totally, of, right. totally. of our yeah. friends, right? Women so, are rising. They're so rising. So people can find it either in my bio on social media under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv, or you can go to Soul Society, which is S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E.com forward slash five, the number five day challenge, five day challenge. Excellent. And we will actually add that link in the show notes as well. Um, so that's awesome. an awesome challenge. Mm-hmm. All right. My final question. I used to ask all my guests, how would you describe an awakened soul? But then someone recently who's the most beautiful soul said, um, I think the soul is always awake. So how would I describe an awakened human? And I was like, I'm going to ask that going forward. Mm-hmm. So this should be right up your alley. How would you describe an awakened human? For me, it comes, of course, down to conscious. I can hear, I can actually feel it. Mm-hmm. Like when I come into someone's presence, I can feel whatever limited identity. You can feel when a soul is kind of clear or when there's a lot going on. I can also hear it in their language of like us versus them kind of a thing. And just the out picture. And you can always see what's going on with somebody because you can simply witness their life and see what's going on for them. And so for me, you know, I know that at a soul level, we're all one. And and even if someone's pretending to be in that relative human experience, I just see all everybody already as woke because they really are. They're just having a human experience, you know? That's beautiful. I love yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I've never heard the same answer and I love them all. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. So here's to cultivating more 
spiritual entrepreneurs, doctors of divinity, spiritual yeah. coaches, the path that you are on, this beautiful soul society community. Um, I, I just feel like there could be a beautiful merging of our community and your amazing. community. And, um, and, and a big shout out to Marla again. Thank you, Marla, for introducing us, for having that beautiful celebration of birth. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Speaking of, right, birthing of it all. Thank you again for taking the time to come on the show and to share your uh-huh. heart and wisdom with us. We so appreciate you. Thank you so much. Such an honor. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.